they just need somebody to vent to, whatever it may be, as long as it's benefiting them. I love that. So my favorite thing is when I receive an email from a student that I helped and they give me an update on how their job search or their grad school applications are going, or if they graduated, sometimes they write to me and just let me know what they're up to and they thank me for helping them. Hi, everybody. This is Marcy Bullock and welcome back to season six of Wolfpack Career Chats. In this segment, we are highlighting on-campus services and resources. Why should you use them and how can they benefit you? Enjoy. Hello, Wolfpack fans. Today, live from Pullen Hall at NC State University, the Career Development Center, we have the College of Sciences career counselor who received a Bachelor's of Arts in Psychology and a minor in theater from NC State University and a Master's of Education in College Counseling and Student Development at NC State University, the amazing, the wonderful, none other than Lindsay Barrows. Hi. Hi, Lindsay. We're just a couple doors down from each other, but we're on this recording because I want to make sure to capture every word that Lindsay has to say to students. So, Lindsay, let's start off with what do you do, who do you serve, and why do you do this kind of work? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So again, like Marcy said, my name is Lindsay Barros, and I am the College of Sciences Career Counselor. So I serve all the students in the College of Sciences, undergrads and graduate students as well, all the way up through PhD. Um, And I do the work that I do because ultimately I love helping people, which is why I pursued my psychology degree in undergrad. Um, I originally thought that I wanted to be a psychiatrist or a mental health counselor, Um, but when I started at NC State, I started taking work-study jobs on campus through the PAC Promise program, and I absolutely loved working in offices where I could interact with other college students or soon-to-be college students. Um, I worked in admissions, campus visits, and parents and family services and new student programs. Um, And I absolutely loved the work that I was doing. So I decided to get my master's in college counseling and student development so that I could continue to do similar things in my full-time career. That's a wonderful intro, Lindsay. And you are one of the newer professional staff members. I know over a year now in our office, which (laughs) is super exciting. We love your fresh ideas. And being at so many different places on campus gives you such an interesting angle. So what would you say would be the reason why a student might want to take advantage of using this College of Sciences career counseling resource? Why would it benefit someone if they're really busy and kind of like, I don't have time? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, of course, we have so many resources in our office and then also in the College of Sciences as well. Um, of course, one-on-one career counseling appointments where you can work more independently with students and figure out their career path. So instead of just saying in biological sciences, you can be X, Y, or Z. It's really up to the student and their interests of what they want to do. Um, beyond that, my graduate assistant, Alexis, and I do programming and workshops on a variety of different topics. And we always try to make it fun Um, They range from LinkedIn and networking, where we do deep dives into our own profiles to help students learn uh, best practices there, um, all sorts of things. And I think that, you know, one of my favorite sayings is you don't know what you don't know. So you never know what you might learn. So always try new things. 
I start reaching out to my new sciences students as soon as they step foot on campus. So that they know that I'm a resource that is here for them in whatever capacity they may need me for. So whether it's just, you know, one-time appointment, they need their resume fixed up to apply for a job and then I never hear from them again. Um, or if they have recurring appointments with me or if they attend all of my workshops um, or maybe they just need somebody to vent to, whatever it may be, as long as it's benefiting them, I love that. So my favorite thing is when I receive an email from a student that I helped and they give me an update on how their job search or their grad school applications are going, or if they graduated, sometimes they write to me and just let me know what they're up to and they thank me for helping them land their internship or job or their grad school admission or things like that. So I think that there are so many benefits to interacting with our office and engaging with the programming that we do. You've convinced me. I mean, also, <laughs> you're you're such a just a, a friendly person. You're easy to relate to. And I think sometimes students might be nervous and thinking, oh, LinkedIn, I'm I just don't even know where to start with that. What if someone just really doesn't even know what questions to ask? Should they come in? Yeah, I've actually had a student schedule an appointment with me before, and they made it very broad where they selected um, major in career decision making. And then in their comment, they said, I have no clue what I'm doing. <laughs> and that's great because then you can come in and we can kind of just talk through things. You may not have any questions at all, but I can share some of our resources with you. And then I can share a tool with you that you may not have ever realized was there. I bring up Focus 2 with my students a lot. And when we're going in and um, I'm showing them all the different things Focus 2 can do, they're like, wow, I had no clue that this existed. And I'm so excited to dive into this and do the assessments and see what they think good occupation might be for me. So sometimes it's just, you know, you're not aware of the resources that are there. And so if you don't even know where to start or what to ask, coming in and letting me explore with you is always a great first step. That's really reassuring to realize that you don't have to have a list of questions. You can go in feeling like you don't have any idea mm -hmm. where to even start. And then you give them this roadmap. So how does a student make that appointment with you and how do they even start? Yeah, so we do drop in hours. Uh, Alexis and myself both do drop in hours in the Bureau of Mines during the school year. Um, so they can always drop in and that can be a five minute conversation, 15 minute conversation, if they just don't know where to start and need some guidance, um, or if they just need a resume looked at something quick and easy, that's perfect. Otherwise, I schedule all of my appointments through EPAC. And if you don't know how to get started with EPAC, I always tell my students that they can reach out to me and email me and I can guide them through that process. Or I can schedule an appointment with them. And in our first meeting, I can show them how to use EPAC. Um, so that is how students get on my calendar. We will link up to both of those things that you just mentioned, which I think are really great resources. EPAC, because that's where they can schedule it with you and also focus too. And yeah. for the Bureau of Mines appointments, are they certain times every fall and spring or do they vary? We change them every semester to try to be available for as many students as possible. Nice. So how would someone find out when those would be? So those are published through the College of Sciences. So they get those emails straight from the Academic Affairs Department in the College of Sciences. And also at the start of every semester, I email all of my students across the college to inform them of when those will be. Email is the way to go. If anyone has questions, I know they can email you later. 
So what would your top tip be for a college student? I know that is super general, but what do you wish you would have known? I know you mentioned you were a first-generation college Mm -hmm. student, so you were having to blaze a trail all by yourself. Yeah, I would say, you know, try new things, and that's very broad and vague, but for me, it took a while for me to get outside of my comfort zone and try things that I wouldn't have before. And so I always tell my students, try that summer internship or shadow that healthcare provider, because again, you don't know what you don't know. And if you try something and you love it, great. That's really good to know for your future career. That could be something that we uh, explore together and try to find positions for or apply to grad school for. And if you try something and you hate it, that's also really great insight into what you don't want to do for your future career. And so that can start narrowing down the options. So I always tell my students to to try new things and apply for something that might be a little bit outside of your comfort zone. That is really great advice. What tip do you have for someone that may be on the shy side that Mm -hmm. is a little scared to try something new? How did you gain that confidence? Yeah, well, it helped because through the PAC Promise program, I had work study available to me. And so I remember sitting down with my mom and she was like, well, I guess you should probably apply for some work study jobs. And I'm like, okay, fine, I guess if I have to. (laughs) Um, So I was going through and trying to find things that I might be interested in and was like, well, I don't know what I would do at Joiner Visitor Center and working with Parents and Family Services, but I mean, sounds good, I guess. Um, And I absolutely loved it. It was one of my favorite jobs that I ever had on campus as a student. Um, But I would say a tip for, um, you know, the more shy students who don't know where to start or don't know what to do would be to attend career fairs, work on your networking skills. If that seems intimidating, come to some of our smaller workshops first or come talk to me or Alexis and we can give you a pep talk. Um, We can share resources with you to start expanding your network um, because networking is not just for extroverted people, but it's absolutely for introverted people too. And there are tips and tricks for how you can network as a shy or introverted person. And it sounds like that conversation with you is the way to go just to realize that you can do it and get the pep talk and have someone encouraging you and lifting you up if you're nervous. You I always been... tell my students, I am in your corner. You can't get rid of me. So whether mm-hmm. it's, you know, for an internship search or you really just need somebody to talk to, I'm here. That's really reassuring at this big university with 40,000 people that they're not just a number, that you care about them and you're there to help them. You've been on this campus since 2015, and I think that's super cool. What is your favorite tradition or memory from your time here? Oh, wow. That's a really good question. Um, The first thing that popped in my mind, so I, of course, was a tradition keeper. I had the medal that I wore at graduation from undergrad because I did most of the traditions in the brick. Um, But the first thing that popped up in my mind when you asked me that question was something that we actually created or we thought we created, but we brought a tradition back to campus. Um, The first large snowfall that we had, I believe it was my first year at NC State, We all went to the court of North Carolina and had just this campus-wide snowball fight. 
in the core of North Carolina. And so we put it into the brick, my friends and I, because it said start a new tradition. Um, and so we were like, we're going to do this every year. And so we did it the next year when there was a snowfall too. And I actually was talking to an alum um, a couple of years later who said, we used to do that when I was at NC State. And so we thought that it was so fun that we thought we were starting this new tradition on campus that actually started a long time ago, but we hadn't done it in, in quite a few years. Um, so that was one thing that, that we did. That's so fun. I wonder if there'll be some snow for folks this coming winter. Yeah. Maybe they'll get a chance to play in the snow. I mean, when else can you do that? You got to have a snowball fight. And then one of my favorite questions to wind us down is howling cow. We got to figure out today what your favorite flavor is, because it is a tough question. It's such a tough question. I made it a point to try every flavor in the tally market uh, when I was an undergrad student here. And I think that my favorite will always be cookie dough. <laughs> that is a wonderful choice. And you've tried every flavor. That is incredible. And you're also yeah. an avid reader. You, you read am. like at least one book a month. Is that right? Uh, usually more than that, but I did make it my 2023 goal to read one book per month, so at least 12 books this year, um, and I have already surpassed that. <laughs> you are on top of it. My goodness, is there anything you don't do? <laughs> there are lots of things that I don't do. I'm not very athletic, so there's that. <laughs> there's Everybody's got their strengths in their areas where it's just like, that's not my jam. Exactly. And right now you're planning a wedding, which is super exciting. I think this is going to air after your wedding, but any tips for people that have a lot going on in their personal life and their work life? How do you manage it all? I try my best to stay organized. I utilize a paper calendar and my Google calendar. And sometimes it just helps for me to write in from 5.30 to 7.30, I'm doing wedding planning stuff. And the next day, maybe I'm doing laundry. Sometimes it's, you know, the little things like that that help to keep me organized and keep me sane. In my busy times uh, between working full time, uh, doing doctoral classes, planning my wedding, and then everything else that life throws at you that you don't plan for. Um, sometimes it's just putting things into my Google Calendar that I normally wouldn't even think about having to schedule in. Um, but it's really nice to have that time set aside for those specific things. Oh my goodness, you reminded me you're also going for a doctorate. There is a lot on this woman's plate, my goodness. We really appreciate your time today, Lindsay, and any last minute thing you would like to end with? Well, as always, go pack. <laughs> <laughs>